0: fighter's fury on am 790 the ticket all right welcome back fighters fury here on 790 ticket we're about to get around fields and downstairs convenience stores guest line there we will find one of the finest young fighters in the boxing game right now erickson the hammer lubin he is going to be fighting october 14th against Jermel charlo for the wbc super welterweight title erickson thanks for the time man really appreciate it no
1: problem man. how you doing
0: I'm doing really well, man. So I want to start off with this. Uh, I was reading some stuff up on uh, up on your upcoming fight, and I was surprised to see some quotes from uh, Jermel Charlo, basically thinking that you don't you're, you you don't deserve the fight. That he was uh, he was a little upset that this was the matchup that he got. Uh, what did you make of that? Did you see that reaction from him, and what do you make of that?
1: Um, yeah, I, I did hear about it. I didn't really um read about it, but um. You know, he probably just looking for you know an easy way out. You know, he wants to fight you know either Jared Heard, who's another champion, uh, or or Kodo who's another champion. So I'm I'm pretty sure he's looking for an easier fight that he can make, you know, a lot more money and you know, win another belt or something. You know, he he doesn't really want to fight a uh, 21 about to be 22 year old. What? you know, but we came up different. We came up different. I came up throughout you know where I was fighting. You know, good good opposition. Ever since I turned pro, I never fought anyone with losing record. So um, I, I earned this shot, and you know, it's time time for him to just push all that to the side and just fight.
0: Were you surprised that this came that fast?
1: No, I wasn't surprised because they told me, you know, after my last fight, that you know they'll they'll push for the fight. My managers, you know, they pushed me real well. And they pushed for the fight, and you know, we got the fight. So. So that's where um, they kept their word. And, you know, I I definitely appreciate my managers for, you know, getting me to fight. Because my last fight was a mandatory fight. So I definitely, you know, went out there and did what I had to do and earned that spot. Are,
0: are you worried uh, at all, Erickson, about bright lights? This is going to be on a huge card, Showtime's... Uh putting a lot of publicity, a big triple header. You're going to be at the Barclays Center. You, your face is going to be on the poster. Is any of that overwhelming to you, or is this all the things that were part of the plan? You're welcoming it. You're going to embrace it.
1: Of course I'm going to embrace it. You know, most of my fights were on TV. You know, I got 18 fights and, you know, 16 or 17 fights were on, on, on national television. So definitely not the bite. Like, you know, I've, I've been here before. And, you know, my last fight was at the Barclays Center as well. So, um It was even on a bigger card than what this might be. Um, What this might be, it was on the Danny Garcia Keith Thurman card. Mm -hmm. But you know, this this card shouldn't be slept on because you know it has six of the top 154 pounders, and I'm sure everybody's gonna go out there and um, try to be that 154. You know, because when they mention the 154 pound division, you really don't mention just one person. So. This right here is a fight to show and prove, you know, and show why you know I think uh, why I'm the best in the 154-pound division. Actually, why I know I'm the best in the 154-pound division. It's time for the world to see it.
0: Well, you you got such an exciting style, man. I mean, some of the unorthodox stuff you pull out there, but you also you go for the finish. You put on a hell of a show for the fans. Is that something that you you was naturally built in the gym, or is that something that you? You knew getting into the boxing game, you had to be conscious about that. You, if you were gonna make a, a rise to the top, that you not only had to win, but you had to be entertaining.
1: Well, yeah, I always try to, you know, look impressive. Like me and my team always say, you know, we don't get paid for overtime, so you know, <laughs> if, um, <laughs> if, you could, if if I could get them out there, I'm definitely gonna get them out there. And, you know, I just, I just I try to keep this exciting style because you know I I try to keep the fans entertained as well. And, You know, it just comes from my hunger, and I, I just, you know I want to be a world champion, multimillionaire, you know, um, just successful in this sport, you know, I want to go down in the history books as the greatest fighter ever and uh, to be the greatest fighter ever, you know. I think nowadays you got to you you got to entertain, you got to show why show why you know these dudes can't beat you. You got to you got to pretty much be undefeated, you know, like I am and um I feel like you know October fourteenth. I'll, I'll definitely show the fans why, you know, um, why they shouldn't doubt me.
0: Who do you look upon getting into the you know twenty twenty one soon to be twenty two? Who do you look upon as as, as a role model at, at your age, Erickson? Like boxing is a hard game and it eats a lot of people up and it can be scary. And and you're so focused on getting into a ring, another man swinging fists at your at your head. It's it's a hard way to make a living. It's a hard life. Um, and and you got lofty goals, so who who do you have as, as your role models, I guess, professionally, personally, um, to make sure that you, you, you get through this thing okay?
1: Um, I definitely look up to Floyd Mayweather. I mean, just look back at his career, you know, he, he's done pretty much everything perfect, including his record. Um, you know, I I still got Mike Tyson as my mentor. You know, I signed with him when I came out came out of the amateurs, you know, they made a big stink about me. Um, turning pro, leaving, leaving the Olympics, not going to the Olympics, actually. And, um, you know, Mike, Mike just, you know, he's always been a mentor to me, even when I see him now. You know, he um, supports my career. And, um, yeah, well, else? I, I like the way um, Terrence Crawford's put together. Terrence Crawford, you know, I think one of the best in boxing, um as well as Andre Ward you know just those type of dudes you know uh and if we're mentioning sports you know like LeBron James just the way they, they put themselves together you never hear anything negative about them and, you know they they're, they're positive dudes and they're very successful in what they do
0: it, um, it's a uh, it's an interesting time because you're you're rising to the top but this is an interesting age you know Tyson was different cuz Tyson I mean he was he was kind of uh extra celebrity amongst himself he wasn't just fight famous he was world famous um but but this is an interesting time where everything's kind of open to the world i mean you you have the opportunity to to kind of show the world as uh this is this i got this side you got social media instagram twitter uh do you how do you handle all of that is is it used to you as too much or do you love it as this is uh this is an opportunity to kind of be your own marketer your own your own publicist to get yourself out there
1: well yeah it's definitely uh a um, it can be negative and it could be positive, but, you know, I always try to keep it positive. Um, social media is actually, you know, a great way for me to brand myself and, you know, um, for more fans to follow me and stuff like that, you know. Um, like I was saying with Mike Tyson, that's that's another thing he was teaching me, you know, him just being 18, 19, 20 years old, 21. You know, being so young in this sport, you know, it definitely could um, – Definitely could could make could make something out of you that you're not, you know. It could it could give you an image that you know that you you really don't have. Um, Mike was just telling me to, you know, what I mean, just he was teaching me how to handle all that type of stuff and just you know with with media, social media, you know, the press and all that type of stuff. You know, just always staying positive. He told me. You know, because that's the mistake he felt like he made.
0: Was it? In, what was? What was it like first meeting him? Was it intimidating? How did? How did that connection come to be so early in your career? Um, well, he, he came to the
1: gym. He was scouting. You know, a lot of fighters. He was scouting a whole bunch of uh, fighters. It was probably like fifty, fifty kids, young and hungry in the gym. And you know, he just—he really liked my style. He felt like I was really explosive and. You know my work ethic. He he really admired it because you know I sparred in front of him. I sparred probably like twelve rounds, and I was I was telling him I'm a twelve round fighter when I was just like four and oh. You know I, I was just you know very really young. Ever since I can, ever since I was fighting the four rounders, I was telling him now I was a twelve round fighter. So he pretty much admired my my, my, um, my work ethic, and you know ever since that, you know he just. You know, decided to be, you know, in my boxing career, in my life, and you know, just mentored it.
0: Well, you're such a young man. Did did you get the grasp of like who this was? Like holy bleep, this is Mike Tyson. Uh, was was that upon you? Because I mean, you you would have been very very young, and I guess Tyson's mean heyday and and kind of second coming of his heyday.
1: Right. Uh, I, I did know it, because you know I, I grew up on Mike Tyson, and it was exciting because you know Mike Tyson was watching me spar and. Every time I came back to the corner, he was actually, like, telling me things I should do and things I should work on. Then I'd go out the next round, and I'd work on it. And you see that, you know, I quickly adjusted. And, you know, I tried, I tried to pretty much just show off on him. Just, you know, it's Mike Tyson, so.
0: Talking to Erickson, the hammer a little bit. He's going to be fighting... And, uh, October 14th, Barclays Center is taking on Jamel Charlo. You got those fist names, man. Jack and Sledge. How did they get named and do you love one more than the other?
1: Uh, no, nah, I love them just the same, man. They 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 both do the same thing. <laughs> which one's which? Which one's which? Left is yeah. Jack is my right
0: hand, uh Sledge is my left. That's a yeah. That's that's a great marketing, man. Who came up with that? Did you come up with that yourself, Erickson? Yeah, we can actually me and my team came up with that in the gym
1: one time. You know, just off of like sparring and stuff like that, you know, just just name them off this, just you know, having fun, doing what we love.
0: I like that, man. Uh, before I get you out of here, the big fight this uh, this past week, we had Triple G Canelo. Big uh, big stink made about the the uh, the judging, even though I thought it was a really great fight. You're not a guy who lets it go to the judges very much. You like to to finish business early, as you said, no wasted time. Um, yeah. but is that something that 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 uh? is in the back of your mind as a fighter, you know, because a lot of fans come out of that, and I guess the only explanations are corruption or, or incompetence, and neither one of those seem great, because I was talking to Antonio Tarver on my show this uh, past couple days, and he was saying, man, you, 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 these judges don't realize the effect that has on a fighter. You go out there and you have such a great performance, but, you know, these wins matter. You can go to the negotiating table with with, with more leverage and now that Triple G, you know, he's got a draw on his record instead of a win, he doesn't have as much leverage in a, in a in a rematch. Do you think about all that stuff about how these commissions and these judges have such a such a strong hand in your career, man?
1: Um, I, I don't think about it too much because, you know, of course, I try to get my opponents out of there, and if I and if I don't get them out of there, you know, um, I feel like I pretty much know how to dominate the fight to the point where, you know. It's, it's one-sided. I wish i to make the fight one-sided, and it's, it's a clear win for me. But um, that's nothing I think about, and hopefully um, that's nothing I ever have to think about. So.
0: Well, we hope not. We hope us, uh, best of luck coming up in a few weeks at the Barclays Center. Erickson, thanks for the time, man. I really enjoyed the conversation, and uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll get to do it before the next fight. My pleasure, man. Take care.